The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? In the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to Content Strategy Week on the Voices of Search podcast. This week, we're going to publish an episode every day talking about what you need to know to kick your content into high gear. Joining us for Content Strategy Week is Cassie Dell, who is a Senior Client Success Manager at Searchmetrics, which is an SEO and content marketing platform that helps enterprise-scale businesses monitor their online presence and make data-driven decisions. And in addition to being our guest today, Searchmetrics is also the presenting sponsor of the Voices of Search podcast. And today, Cassie and I are going to discuss ways you could do simple keyword research. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, on with the show. Here's the first installment of Content Strategy Week with Cassie Dell from Searchmetrics. Cassie, welcome to Content Strategy Week on the Voices of Search podcast. Hey, Ben. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Excited to have you back on the show. You're now a returning guest, a veteran of the Voices of Search podcast. Does this feel different coming the second time around? I feel like I'm more prepared this time. Wonderful. Well, we're always excited to have a guest from Search Metrics on the show, excited to reconnect with you. And we're going to talk content strategy today. Generally, when I think of content strategy, first thing you need to do is figure out what you're targeting. Talk to me about your process for figuring out your content targets. How do you do your keyword research? Yeah, there's a few different aspects we use for keyword research, honestly. I mean, some clients, I'm not going to lie, we start and they usually have a pretty good base layer of something that they're looking for. They've got at least a starting point. And I think in general, it's just building that out as something a little bit larger, seeing exactly where the potential is. And then obviously kind of just finding those needles in a haystack and going from there and developing great content from a good strategy of keywords. 
I always struggle with keyword research from a philosophical perspective because take uh, my other show, the MarTech podcast, you know, we do keyword research and SEO for that show. And I start with the keyword MarTech and I go into search metrics and I look at what all the words that are related to. And it's like, what is MarTech? How to MarTech, MarTech companies. And that's great, but there's not a lot of keywords there to actually focus on. It doesn't give you the long tail. And then when you get into the long tail, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of volume. How do you find the sweet spot between your head terms and your tail terms? Good question. I'll usually um, start with kind of that base level term. Obviously, I think some of the different variations of them are very important in that case. But I'll usually tell folks to factor in not only keyword variations of that, but similar keywords, alternate versions of those keywords, and in general, kind of look at the cumulative monthly search volume for a topic as a whole. So the best example I usually give is if I'm writing something or starting from a topic looking at books, chances are I'm also going to be somewhere in the realm of competing for something around novels or best books, best novels, top 10, things like that in that area. So starting with a head term, not always a bad D or a bad idea, but in general, just making sure to look for something similar and for alternate versions of that to create a better cluster of essentially relevant or semantic relations when it comes to one starting term in that case. So you have your primary keyword, you're looking through your keyword clusters to figure out what else is relevant. You're thinking of your modifiers. Are there any tools or resources that you recommend SEOs look at to figure out what are the relevant modifiers to their list of keywords? You mentioned top, best, some sort of a listicle. What are some of the other, you know, gadgets, tricks, and hacks? Yeah, of course. In general, I think one of the most important ones I'll usually tell folks to look at is the search engine results page. In general, if I'm typing something in and Googling a few of those search terms, I'll start to see different variations of titles, metadata, some content, things like that that are live on the page. That is a great place to start. And in general, if it's something where I tend to find a really good article that might rank across multiple versions of those SERPs, that might be a great URL to go and plug into an SEO tool and see what kind of keywords that ranks for. That's a great starting point by looking at a competitor and getting a lot of good keywords as a base. In general, I might also go and look at things like Answer the Public and try and get those like word clusters where it gives you relative questions around something. There's usually a good idea to go for alternate or varying terms from that area as well. I like the idea of finding something that you can replicate. I used to run a guitar lesson website called strumschool.com and we would do the top guitar songs for the blues, top guitar songs for jazz, top guitar songs for rock, top guitar songs for heavy metal, top guitar, you get the idea. And on and on, you know, top 10 lists that we were doing across multiple verticals. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. 
Prefizzable's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. When you're thinking about creating content that you can duplicate, what are some of the other strategies you could use to basically take the heavy lifting off of creating unique content? I think there's uh, generally a good way to approach content in terms of different types. So I've seen people that will look at a given term or a given topic and approach it from maybe the decisions around it. So an FAQ article designed for it, maybe a listicle. So like you mentioned, maybe the top 10. And then even like a definition type article. But I've also seen folks create something like almost a hub page for the given topic and then kind of branch it into three or four, maybe more descriptive versions that come from there that might bridge to a different page. And then in general, kind of with that process, what you're doing is creating almost a tree of content that navigates somebody through your site and the way that you approach and think about that topic from the beginning as well. All right. So as you start thinking about keyword research, this is always my problem. It gets really complex. Well, I'm trying to figure out what my head terms are. I'm trying to figure out ways to modify them. I'm trying to figure out ways to replicate the same content that I already have, reskin it, reuse it. It seems like you could do endless modifications. What are some of the ways that you can simplify the process of doing keyword research? Okay, so in general, I'd start with whatever topic in mind you're looking at and try and establish maybe five to 10 really good terms for, if I were to say, if this piece of content, if I could dream that this was the search term that would rank for, these are the terms I'd be interested in going after, whether they are really big, really competitive terms or really small ones. From there, you can do quite a bit of a breadth of that research we were just talking about, about finding similar or semantic or alternate version of those terms. And at the end of the day, if you're trying to simplify it, use monthly search volume as the top there. If I need to get to a base or if I'm looking at a very large list, use the monthly search volume, go after the big head terms. Because in general, when I'm writing a piece of content, essentially, if I'm writing something for the 10 best books of 2021, competitive in the best novels of 2021, the best books of the year, things like that. So in general, starting with those really high volume searches, you have a lot more opportunity to rank for some of the relative terms and you don't need to focus quite as much on a large list of keywords and you can simplify that process as well. There's a strategy. So I like the idea of you're your starting with your five dream keywords and building a couple of strategies around those as opposed to boiling the ocean. There's always a little bit of a conflict here with figuring out what has the most search volume and then what's the most competitive. How do you find the sweet spot to understand what you're going to rank for? The larger search terms, which have a ton of search volume, are always going to be the ones that are competitive. There's the ones that there's quite a bit of information out there for. So I would always say that it's worthwhile doing some investigative research with the large term to find those potentials that might have a little bit less competition, those ones that might not have a lot of ads or some of the very large competitors there on the SERP as well, find opportunity to say, 
you know what, that search term might have 10,000 monthly searches, but this one has 2,000. And I noticed that I can come in with a little bit of this alternative approach to a list or a question that might give me a chance. And some of the larger competitors might not dominate this SERP in this case. So Cassie, I guess the last question I have for you, we talked about finding the balance of keywords that are high traffic, high opportunity and low traffic, low opportunity. There's also a time component to this. How do you figure out what you can rank for quickly as opposed to what's going to be something you're going to have to work for for the long haul? In general, what is the most related to your business? In general, when I'm writing content for a website, what are the things that if I were to look at my website and do that same process of picking five keywords of what product or service we deliver, that's the content that Google is going to find most relevant. Those are the things you should start to look at first and then kind of branch into some of the larger things that might be sub-related and be more competitive topics. At the end of the day, when you're doing your keyword research, it's not enough to just think about what the keywords you're focusing on. You have to consider the competition and you have to consider how much effort you're going to have to put in to rank for those keywords. There's a balance here of three variables that you have to master. It's as much an art as it is a science. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Cassie Dell, Senior Client Success Manager at Searchmetrics. If you'd like to hear more of Cassie and Searchmetrics tips to building an effective content strategy, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when we discuss whether you should target trending or evergreen content. All right, if you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Cassie, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you can visit her company's website, which is searchmetrics.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data. 